With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I'm in Pittsburgh and it's raining. Yeah, I'm sitting in the subway here complaining. About the girl who left me saying. <coughs> <coughs> Hey, 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 everybody. It is time for your Browns Friday Fumble. Fall on it. Don't try to pick it up and run. My name is Dave. I'm Dylan. And this week is going to be a little bit different than what you're used to. This week, we're taking a look back across time. Across the Friday Fumble multiverse. Come away with me. To season one, friends. Pittsburgh town is a smoky old town. Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh town is a smoky old town. Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh town is a smoky old town. Solid iron from McKeesport down. Pittsburgh. Lord God, Pittsburgh. All right. Uh, you know what time it is. Know your foe. Know your foe indeed. And we, you know, we just had the Bengals. Well, we've already played the Ravens. Dave, Dave, it is officially Boycott Giant Eagle Week. I don't care if you're talking Giant Eagle, Get-Go, Primetime Market District. PNC Bank. It is time to boycott them all because it is Pittsburgh Football Week. The, the 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 colors of a bumblebee playing down at Huntsfield. Uh, yeah, the Pittsburgh football, that's the week it is, and you know that the Browns-Pittsburgh football rivalry is huge. But before we get to the Pittsburgh football team, let's talk about the city of Pittsburgh itself. Yeah, well, geographically, Dave, uh, plenty of hills in the area. Two yeah. rivers that yeah. they call three for some reason. Yeah, it's two crappy rivers that make one good river. So the Alejandro and the Mumford and Sons of La Gila meet to form the mighty Ohio, which does what we all hope to do while in Pittsburgh, and that's flow gently away from Pittsburgh. A lot of bridges uh, and a lot of turnpike tolls. It actually costs, Dave... $40 to get out of town, which uh, which is why people still live there. Yes. Um, uh, one of the biggest political issues in Pittsburgh uh, is not discussed a lot uh, in our circles, but is the raging political debate between Realtree and Mossy Oak. Dave. Pittsburgh's famous, of course, for uh, sandwiches with french fries on them for some reason. Uh, yeah. Even though the proper place for french fries is beside a sandwich. Yeah, then you can have a sandwich and then some fries and not just have a sandwich with potato on it. I mean, speaking of ketchup, 
Yeah. Slather the whole thing? Yeah, I don't think so. No what are you thanks. dipping that? No thanks. Uh, when you talk about the higher education, you can't you can't ignore uh, some of the higher educational institutions, uh, which uh, is of course Carnegie Lemon University, which is named after the Harlem Globetrotter of the same name. Pittsburgh is well known to be the rat tail capital of the USA, second globally only to Prague in the Czech Republic. Ah, uh, yes, the sister city of Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. And you you know, I mean, before we even started, Pittsburgh is famous for its metal products. Um, I'm not sure which metals. They've always been pretty vague about it. Uh, they just call themselves the Metal City. You know, Dave, if uh... we actually, you know, last weekend... We decided to spend the weekend, since we had it free, the the Thursday night game allowed us to have the weekend free. We spent the weekend in Pittsburgh to do our uh, our little a little research on Pittsburgh football. So uh, while we were there, we uh, we took the decline the decaying decline uh, down into the Two River Valley. From there, you can go up the uh, U.S. Metal Tower, and uh, we got a nice view of the city up there. Uh, we we caught a show at the Heinz Ward Hall for the performing arts. But then you can go the hell home midway through Saturday and spend Sunday in Ohio. And that is exactly what we did $40 later. <laughs> Hey, Pittsburgh town, smoke your town, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh town, smoke your town, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh town, smoke your town, solid steel from a keyboard down. Pittsburgh, Lord God, Pittsburgh. As the fans now know, if they were worth the fans of our podcast and the fans of the Browns, if they were paying attention earlier to see how smart and how dialed in we are, we can offer um, offer some suggestions to the Browns. Keep in mind we've given these to the Browns already of yeah. how we, we can beat the Pittsburgh football. So these are these are the keys, the Friday Fumbles keys to winning this week in Pittsburgh. Yeah, so number one here, Dave, you got to feed Big Ben. Do you mean run and a lot of plays for him? What I'm talking about is you got to feed him actual spicy food before the game. I mean, look, you know this guy has zero discipline, right? Yeah. That's so you, been you just got to put it out in front of him. This dude's going to gorge himself, and you can count on a mess in his pants by late first quarter. He Or or he's got to come off the field. Yeah, One he's got to go. One way or the yeah. other. Number two, you just got to suck it up and pay the tolls. I mean, it's it's like forty five goddamn dollars to get into that shithole city. But the last time you tried to take the back roads, uh, we did end up, Dylan. We lost our jobs. Um, you lost your house. I lost my condo. Yep. yep. And uh, they closed the steel mill that we got lost at because we were so goddamn lost. Like they had to shut it down. That's how lost we were. Uh, I, that's just what happens in Pittsburgh, you know. So, 
next next uh next key to winning no naked ballots dave uh you got to make sure that you place that completed ballot into the privacy envelope included in the mailer if your ballot is returned without the privacy envelope dave it will not be counted and kareem hunt will not win fedex ground player of the week and that would be a miscarriage of justice and democracy. Dylan, another thing we can do here, uh, well, there's a young man, as we already talked about, uh, former Primus bass player Chase Claypool. You got to start dating his girlfriend. Uh, he's young. He's frail. It's going to send the rookie into a midseason tailspin and definitely pay dividends for the Browns with their depleted secondary. Yeah, that's that's a that's a surefire right there. Um, and finally, Dave, uh, you're really going to want to beat the shit out of the quarterback with his own helmet. You know, and... I looked into some stats on that, Dylan. Yep. Yeah. When a Browns player beats the shit out of a quarterback with his own helmet, the Browns are 1-0. So, just saying. I just took a trip to Pittsburgh to hang with the killers and robbers. Killer gon' kill, stealer gon' steal. I don't get it like an apple. How do you solve it, baby? You cannot tell me I'm lawless, baby. Took a few losses to get it back, feeling like Mike. I'm feeling so flawless. So you may have uh, remembered back in season one where we we took some calls from some Cleveland Browns fans and uh, got some pretty interesting takes. Now, this particular one was about uniforms. Mm -hmm. Uh, This one, um, we decided to open it up and... I'm going to admit it. This we're recording live now, uh, right? Uh, you know, shortly before yeah. the the matchup, the second matchup with the the Pittsburgh football. Mm-hmm. We did record some phone calls after week one, after the tie, and so we're going to uh-huh. play some of these now. We thought it would be great to save them for posterity, and we got some interesting callers. Didn't we ever? In fact, let's just let them speak for themselves. Yeah. These Pittsburghonians. Pittsburghans or something. Whatever. Who cares? All right. Let's take the first call. Hey, this DJ Trilla. Uh, Big Ben is way better than that trash can emoji performance. Hey, this is Wilson Gabriel Collier. Just a little rusty. Plus the storm out in Cleveland. Hello, this is Ron00412, definitely not a bot from Mount Lebanon. Y'all need to chill. Don't you realize the weather was bad? When did Ben play that bad? I believe back when he wrecked his motorcycle. Relax. It's game one. We're going to get on track and pull off some amazing wins this year. Hey, this is Fitness Jay from Bethel Park. Either way, Steelers has more rings than d- attire NFL. Hello, this is Connor Landata from Sewickley. I am extremely disappointed with that score. This is Hangy Chris from Squirrel Hill. Won't win another playoff game with Tomlin coaching. Hey, this is Hugh Jackson, and now it is time to know your foe. Back to you, Dave and Dalen. Dylan, join me on a journey back through the sands of time. 
where the Cleveland Browns were stalwart championship contenders. A better time indeed for the Forest City. Welcome to the Higby's Friday Football Program, featuring the Friday Fumblers themselves, Dillington Fairfield and Sterling Davidson. Coming to you live on WERE 1300 kilohertz, Cleveland Browns flagship radio station. Hey, hey, hey! My name is Sterling. And I'm Dillington. And we are here to talk about Browns football, which is not nearly as popular as baseball. But we're still here to talk about it once a week during this overly long, in my opinion, 13-game season. Thank you for tuning your dial to WERE, and we, the boys over at Higby's, are glad you made it. I know for one thing, the Christmas shopping at Higby's this year was downright swell. We took a fan poll, and you guys all mailed the station to let us know that the Pittsburgh football is the team you'd like us to have a go at. While they are nowhere near the statue of the Browns, we listened to our fans, so here we go. Let's take a look at those wily fellas from the Iron City. A tailback, Joe Jerry can. At blocking back, Charlie Seabright. Which sounds like a tooth powder, if you ask me. At wide back, Jerry Nuzzum. When he tries to run, it's going to be Nuzzum doing. At left end, Val John Sante Claus. Left tackle, Lou Allen Wrench. Left guard, Dick Tomlinson. Ain't that a fine how do you do? At center, Bill washed the dishes by hand because it's the 1950s. Or have your wife do it. At right guard, George Hughes. Who isn't as Hughes as he should be? At right end, L.B. Nickel. But he plays more like L.B. Penny, if you ask me. Over on the defense, Sterling. We've got left defensive end, Charlie Mihalich. Why does your heel itch? You got athlete's foot? Well, too bad. In 1950, there's no known cure. Left defensive tackle, early Stoutner. I bet he wishes he was a bit more stout on the defensive line. Middle guard, George Nixich. I was shaving with my straight razor and got a Nixich. Right defensive tackle, Daryl Hogan. Is he working on his victory garden and using his hoe again? At right defensive end, Jack Wiley, who isn't wily enough to tackle any of the Browns' running backs. At left linebacker, Bill McPeak, who's definitely not at McPeak performance these days. Over here at right linebacker, the thing you used to get your boat started, the Jerry Shipke. At left defensive half, if those Pittsburgh boys are running that ship, it's going to Frank Sinkovitz. At right defensive half, Jim Finks. And that's what Pittsburgh is, a bunch of Finks. At the left safety, Shorty McWilliams, who at 5'11", is aptly named. And lastly, the right safety, Howard, broke in Hartley. Broken because they lost to the Browns twice this year. 
There are a couple of notable backups on the squad. Famous bog monster Bob Belong. Joe Gasparilla, who drinks sarsaparilla. Veteran Walt Zott, whose knees are shot. And Frank Wido, but this week it'll be more like Frank Crido. Well, this time of year in the NFL, it's all about playoff positioning and the playoff push. Postseason performance playoff pushing. So Pittsburgh football is looking for a little bit more cushion for their playoff pushing. And it turns out, by no fault of their own, the Browns are right in the thick of the playoff race. Not as any sort of participant. No. Uh, that is not the burden we bear. Uh, we are here to do what we do best, and that is spoil things. And this year, we have the chance to spoil hopes and dreams of every Pittsburgh football fan there is. That's right. We have the chance to cause sadness to prevail in trailer parks and weekly rate motels across all of western Pennsylvania leaving downtrodden, toothless frowns and laundry hampers filled with the wrinkled Bettis jerseys and laundromats everywhere. May the Pittsburgh license plate frame covering the nearly expired 30-day temporary tags on the rusted-out Chevy Novas be stared at in agony by meth-tainted eyes as the driver walks out of the dank hellhole where he viewed the game, a stupid yellow towel being thrown in the back seat as the haggard driver gets in through the passenger door because the driver's door hasn't worked since 2011. He swears as the engine fails to turn over. Looks like he's walking back up the godforsaken hill to his rat hole motel. Usually, Pittsburgh football are the only light in this poor soul's life. But today, he faces the grim reality of his own pathetic existence. As the Browns, the lowly Browns, have killed off the playoff hopes of his team. Thus, any chance at happiness for at least three months until Big Ben visits the local Giant Eagle to stare into his dead eyes and sign his robotic signature, one of a thousand that day, and say, Hey, thanks for coming out, Chuck, as he shuffles past the folding table set up near the meat and he'll go home and he'll sit down on his uncomfortable unmade bed and he'll smile a toothless grin for the first time in months so may our Browns fight bravely as this is the Browns playoffs might they lose perhaps Will Pittsburgh fans be insufferable regardless of outcome? Most assuredly. Found my 
myself in Pittsburgh Working in a steel mill And I was a southern girl Whose husband did the same But he pulled the night All right, guys. Uh... Last year, uh, we talked a lot about this, that we were going to cover it later, and now it's we're finally getting to it. Uh, you know, I don't know if you guys watched the Browns-Pittsburgh football game from last year. The one in Cleveland, it was a Thursday night game. At the end of the game, something major happened. Um, you might think I'm talking about Miles Garrett removing Brett Mason Rudolph's helmet and bopping him over the head with it in the brawl. But that's not what I'm going to talk about. Um, Dylan, what I'm going to talk about is Pittsburgh football team down 21-7 with 16 seconds remaining in the game. Uh, you know, they chose not only to run a play, but to run a screen pass that left Miles Garrett unblocked on a path for the quarterback. Only in the universe of Pittsburgh football is this kind of Bush League shit acceptable in any way. Respectable organization knows when the game is over and they've been bested. Respectable organization takes a knee, runs to the middle of the field, shakes hands, and moves on to the next game. But not this one. They're going to run a high-risk, low-reward play that puts a frustrated, whiny, entitled little punk in the path of the NFL's best pass rusher and one of its nicest people. When somewhere in the scrum that ensued, Brett Mason either complained about the hit, told him it wasn't fair, the game's already over, let up already, or maybe made some sort of comment about, I don't know, maybe... You know, can you really think of any differences, Dylan, between the two people that Brett Mason may have commented on? They both play football. Uh, I guess Miles, Miles is on defense. Brett's on offense. Maybe that's what he commented on. Maybe it was the fact that Miles is in the upper echelon of the league. And at the time, uh, you know, one of the league's best and currently the league's best pass rusher. Maybe that's what Brett Mason commented on. Uh, strange that one of the most professional and likable players in the league would react so harshly to a comment like that. It seems something so simple. I mean, something benign. It's very, very strange. It's also strange that even though the game was covered from all angles, that no one was able to use a directional mic to pick up any of these comments, because why wouldn't you? They're probably very normal and totally cool and not at all inflammatory. Obviously, Miles overreacted and should have kept his cool and been forced to just accept any statement uttered out of the mouth of Brett Mason's privileged bitch-ass mouth and simply moved on. No one is doubting that Brett Mason had a right to say whatever he wanted to say to Miles Garrett in that scrum. He's covered by the good old First Amendment on that one, Dylan. You're a patriotic sort, but a part of that that's kind of written between the lines in that document was something John Adams used to say. Congress shall make no law abridging the freedom of speech. But sometimes the shit you say might get your Happy Meal ass hit with your own fucking helmet. <laughs> Dylan, anything to add? Everything to add. All right. Well, in, in, a, in, in conclusion, my name is Dave. I am Dylan. And this has been your Browns Friday Fumble. And from the bottom of my heart, go Browns. It's Friday, Friday, gotta get down on Friday. At 
everybody's looking forward to the weekend, weekend Friday, Friday, getting down on Friday. Everybody's looking forward to the weekend, partying, partying, yeah, partying, partying, yeah, fun, 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 fun. What was it like to be there for historical sports moments and unforgettable performances? To be behind the scenes? On PressBox Access, you'll hear from me, Todd Jones, and other sports writers about their experiences with the greatest athletes, coaches, and sports events of the past half century. We'll share some stories behind the stories, some big, some small, and some we've only told each other. Let us buy you around on PressBox Access.